When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Hola, squirrels. It's Vicky Licks and my co-host... Vicky Lex, there's two Vickies today. That's right, squirrels. We're back again. Vicky and Vicky's clone. Oh, back, back, back again. What's the name of my song? It's uh, back, in I'm back in action. Back in action. Baby. Back, and back in action part two and back in action part one. That's right. We have two of me today, so it's part two. It's like loonies, and your, yours is toonies. I'm a two. You're a toonie. <laughs> <laughs> How long are we going to do this? Just to spite Vicky. Hi, everybody. It's Hillary. Hi, it's me, Selena. Um, and we are coming to you live from the Holiday Inn Waterfront in Kingston, Ontario. Yeah, and uh, if you can't tell, it is a little echoey, but I mean, hey, it's because we're in the same room talking to each other on an iPhone. This, um. is, this is old school <laughs> squirrel talk. We have not yeah. been in the same room together to record this thing since pre-pandemic. Yeah, which actually improved our sound quality because we had to do it like separ- like on good microphones. I think it made it worse <laughs> because we were all on different microphones. So we were all... That's fair. Yeah. And also like the lag of Zoom and all that. But you know what is really interesting is that like before, uh, the before times in squirrel talk, it was always just done with... Vicky, me, and Selena, or the guests, or whatever ha- might have you, sitting around on Vicky's couch uh, with a with her giant dog, with yeah, with a giant <laughs> dog, and who would always often eat things and, and fart like, all over us. Hold on, girls, calm down. Una's lur- or Una's drinking, and then Una would <laughs> oh like, my god, that's right. Una would drink would, and it'd be like. <laughs> I'm going to have to pause for that. Now I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Pause for who drinking. <laughs> and it was the three of us sitting around an iPhone. Yeah. Which I remember when I first went over to her house to record the podcast. At the time, I was a guest because her host before us was Ivory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guessed it, and then I guessed it. And yes. I remember going over and be like, this is the setup? Are you that just talking to an iPhone? That was it. But it's a good, it's, it's a, it was great sound quality, I it, found. Well, I mean, it's fine. and It is what it is. But, I mean, like, that was, like, so old school. Now... We're in the Holiday Inn in Kingston, my hometown, doing the same thing. And I'm actually looking at your actual face. This is so weird <laughs> that we are sitting across from each other on two separate beds talking to each other. Oh, two separate beds. Two beds. We're like an old married couple. We are, except you're not spending the night. So Hillary is in... <laughs> I just came into town to be a wonderful sister and see Hillary in her brand new one-woman show at the Kingston Fringe Festival. Festival called Part Time Everything. That's it. Selena surprised me and showed up, and actually, it, it was actually a really good audience tonight. It was a great so. audience tonight. You had a really hot crowd. Yeah, so I, I'm, you know, I'm recording it, so I'm trying to put out an album. Hillary's so doing a comedy album. Figure it out. That's a fun thing. So I'm so happy that uh, we had a good audience tonight. The Fringe is just about over. I have one more show left, and then I get out of this place and back to Toronto. I have to say, I was very inspired watching your show, because I haven't done my one-woman show in a couple years now. Yeah. And watching you, it was like, okay, we do our, our improvised play every month, the yeah. second Wednesday of every month at Comedy yeah. Bar, uh, a little plug, uh, but for, but to watch you on stage alone doing your own material that you've written and yeah. original songs yeah. and your whole stand-up set, I was like, that's right, you can like stand on stage and command it for an hour, like, that's, yeah. like, and then I forget that, like, that's what we can do as performers. Totally. Yeah. And what they really are not doing well on Canada's Drag Race at all. Uh-huh. They really don't seem to value that. I mean, we don't have to get into that right away, but I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I really don't understand. Like, how do I come from a country like Canada and, like, it, it just doesn't seem valued. Like, I, I feel yeah. like an alien sometimes. 
like in the drag landscape it's, an, it's already so niche and then i'm like i do what they do i do and then like i see what they're presenting as quote-unquote drag and i'm like and quote-unquote comedy what <laughs> what is this yeah like, uh, i mean this is also what vicky's been complaining about since the start of her career is that oh. like there's no space for 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 queer uh, for drag comedians mm. to do our thing. Like, I mean, there's space, I guess, technically that we're carving out, but there's no audiences. Right? People don't want, or they say they want to see it, but they don't really turn out. Where I'm very grateful yeah. for the audiences that we do get our our improvised play. Well, yeah, I think it, we have to be grateful for what we do get because yeah. I mean, there are some really uh, excellent supporters mm-hmm. that really do, are. that really do show up for us, yeah. and I really want to thank them and. You know, I think it's just... Not that, by name, though. We're not going to thank you by name. <laughs> no, we're not going to thank you by name, but you know who you are. Okay. No, but they are. They like, And they come out and they support and they want they want to be part of this. They want to see it change. Uh, but it's a slow, it's a slow thing. And uh, I don't know why, but I, that, that's what I do. That's what I love. We just got to keep building and they will come. It's the whole field of dreams. So are you going to do your one-woman show now? I do want to. I yeah. do want to. Uh, producing scares me now, post-pandemic. Like yeah. it, it's, it always did. Like, it's, it's, you, you never believe an audience is going to show up for you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we were trying to make money here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to make a living off of this thing. Uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it's all about, like, money. It's also about art and trying to be, yeah. just, like, put yourself out there. And, and but it's, it's discouraging when people aren't showing up for you. Oh, and yeah. I mean, like, they haven't, honestly, they haven't really shown up for me that much in Kingston either. Right. But, like, that's the fringe, and that's the nature of fringe, and the reality. Granted, it was a very last-minute production for you. You totally you, you jumped minute. into the festival, like, literally, like, the week before, right? Well, I had about uh, le- a day less than a month. Right. Um, but, like, I was very busy and it's already. Not, you, exactly, because there's not a lot of time to promote, but then you also extra don't have time because you're so busy doing other things. I had so much to do already in other facets. Um, I'm not in the city where the show's happening. Exactly. And then, you know, and then I have to put the show together. So it's like, mm-hmm. it doesn't really come together very well, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and not to mention, I mean, like, I have this whole other thing that I'm preparing to get ready for, like Camp Kiki. Is about to air. It's about to pop. Uh The baby's about to birth. I'm pretty sure as of uh, of this podcast, like, we will have the date out there. Right. And it will be soon. It's very soon. Very soon. It's very soon. Like, it's Which is exciting. You are representing Canada, and not just Canada, but Camp Canada. Like... Yeah. Like, camp comedy drag. Yeah. On an American stage. I don't want to say international because who knows who's watching the show but like mm-hmm. yeah but like an american platform that is now on out tv so it's going to reach even more people which is great especially in canada yeah i mean it's an american show i mean i mean don't most people like go wild when it's like they find a canadians on an american show they're like oh my god for me i guess i don't know the camp one kiki thing hasn't really burst its bubble but i mean like like the first three seasons were on YouTube, so, like, this is the first time it's actually on TV TV. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a whole new era for Camp Wanakiki, honestly. It is. And you are going to the States to perform soon? Are you allowed to talk about this? Mm, yeah, I guess <laughs> so. I have no idea. I mean, like, I'm gonna, I might do some state stuff yeah, here and there. That'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be good. Also, I do want to say, you and Messy Margaret are doing wonderful things for... Um, producing your own stuff, live performances yeah. in the East End. Yeah, we've got the new show at the Lavender Menace. Is that going to be a monthly? Uh, well, I, I always say whenever we start a new show, it's like, let's try it out the, for the first yeah. month and see how it goes. Because I, I don't want the club owners or whatever to feel like, oh, let's make a commitment right away. Like, right. We, we need to try. We need right. to try on both ends because maybe it'll be a disaster for us. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but it definitely seems likely. We have really cool ideas. I was pitching them some cool stuff. Maybe I should, wouldn't talk about it. Yeah, let's not. Because um, people love to steal my ideas. Sorry. Sorry. Canadian drag icon. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more, Hillary. <laughs> I really shouldn't. I really shouldn't. 
Uh, well, we were just hanging out with some amazing Kingston queens. Who came out to support you at your show, which is wonderful. Yeah, yeah that's one of the most important things. Like, when I found out I could come to Kingston mm-hmm. to do the show, I jumped on it also because I got to, would have some time to spend with, with my Kingston peeps. And you got to do shows with them. Yeah, I got yeah. to do some shows with them. You know, Rowena and Tiffany Morgan. Mm-hmm. Rowena Way, right? Rowena Way. Yeah, uh, and the, yeah, they're they're just like uh, holding it down in Kingston. Like they're yeah. like you're talking about Messi and I building this little weird drag empire. I mean, yeah. starting maybe they are building a cool drag empire in uh-huh. Kingston now. Uh-huh. And I mean, girl, I've I'm from Kingston. There was not this kind of drag opportunity. Right. Ten, five years ago. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a hustle. So They're doing a hustle. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's drastically different. Like, places are actually open to having drag shows now. Yep. They didn't used to be at all. Straight venues want us in their spaces now. Strip clubs. Yay. Prisons. Really? Sure. I mean, Kingston's <laughs> full of prisons. They'll be like, well, we got to give the prisoners something to do. We can't give them real women. So, oh, I know, drag queens. Give them the illusion. <laughs> no? The illusion of prisoners. <laughs> oh, yeah, that prison drag show I did yesterday. So good. Was it in a prison yesterday? No. Uh, oh, my God. It was at a brewery. Oh, in a prison. In a prison. <laughs> <laughs> in the prison bar. Same thing. <laughs> Uh, Is anyone tired? I'm on a bed. You're on a bed. Should we just fall asleep right now? Are you uh, all having a good time? (laughs) Oh my god. Selena, we have to talk about Drag Race. I guess. It was Um, a comedy episode. Yeah, it was a comedy episode. Um, Should we just talk about it? Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Okay. What do you think? What did you think of this episode in general? I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed... um, I thought the editing was better today. Yeah, Really? I don't know. No, I Can don't. Can we talk about... Okay, so this is the Snatch Game episode yeah. um, for season three of Canada's Drag Race. Can we just talk about this incredible supercut of Mrs. Fierce Delicious? Mrs. Fierce Delicious. She is married. Mrs. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fierce Delicious. This is her show. This oh. is absolutely 100% her show. Everyone else is just there. I mean, uh, if she doesn't get just, like, a real housewives of Mrs. Fierce Delicious after this, <laughs> I really don't know what to we tell you. We have to find her a Mr. Fierce Delicious first. <laughs> it um, was just a super cut of, like, Fierce Delicious. Oh, she's sad, sad, fierce, fierce, sad. She's uh, uh, so uh. fucking funny. And, yeah. like, not even in a comedic way. Like, she's just, like a funny person to have around because she is that miserable pouty fucking brat <laughs> and I don't know if she's playing it up for the cameras but it's hilarious you know uh, I don't know you'd have to ask her you know and maybe she'd say of course I am Selena I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this story right now so uh-huh. on our podcast uh-huh. we talked about the episode where Shella Zahn went home lip syncing against Miss Fierce Delicious yeah. and I said I think Shella Zahn actually did better than Fierce oh so I sent so it was Fierce Delicious's birthday a couple days ago and I texted her and said happy birthday and she wrote back thank you I love you and then the follow up text was remember when you said that Shella Zahn beat me in the lip sync <laughs> I'm like, okay, Fierce. And then and then yesterday's episode happened with the Snatch Game. Yeah. And uh, she had posted, she had tagged me on, on uh, Twitter because me and Chansa helped her with her Snatch Game. Yeah. So she gave really us a... really nice. Yeah. It's nice that she acknowledged that. She gave us a thank you tweet and I screenshot it and posted it to Facebook, to Instagram. And she replied to it and said, thank you so much for your help. Remember when you said that? You say, even if you said that Shella Zahn beat me in a lip sync. And I'm like, you're not going to fucking let this go. And she's like, I will never let it go. <laughs> like, she, she holds on to every little fucking criticism. I think that's kind of her way of just being playfully shady. It's um, hilarious. I, I honestly love the shit out of her. Yeah, I think that's kind of cute. That's a kind of cute kind of joke. Because I would do the same thing to you. I'd be like, well, remember this time when you used to... Yes, you're also a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean it, or do I? 
Maybe Fierce and I just relate on this level. Yeah, I think you two could be best friends. We're beautiful, beautiful people. I mean, you look very similar. Your mm-hmm. drag is very Identical. much on par. Identical. Yeah, yeah. If I was on uh, TV, if I was on TV and I had a design challenge, I'd get a corset and glue shit to it too. And you would look great. Yeah, you would rock it. <laughs> you would be untouchable. <laughs> Boa did it. Fierce did it. Now I would do it. Yeah, you got. You're always stealing from Boa. You. You're always stealing her ideas. <laughs> You know what? She steals enough of mine. I'll steal some of hers. <laughs> um, okay. So, we did a Miss Fierce supercut. It was mm-hmm. hilarious. And it's all to lead up to the fact that the reason she was so pouty at the end of the last episode is that Kimmy told... She found out Kimmy didn't like working with her. And then yada yada, she gets upset about it. Because she gets upset about everything and everything's about her. Um, and then it leads to everybody being like... Well, no one wants to tell you the truth because then you just pout about it and make things worse and you drop the energy of the group. And I want to applaud Boom Boom for being like, fuck this high school bullshit. We're all adults here. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit much. It can be a lot when you have somebody in the group just kind of owning the room. Yeah. It definitely is. It it definitely is relatable for me. And here's another thing that I have to say about the editing is that... You're really owning the room a lot, Selena. Honestly, you're kind of taking all the energy out of the room. Well, I mean, it is because I am the star. I okay. am the star of the Honestly, podcast. Selena, could we talk? Could we get rid of this high school nonsense? You can blame me for this, or you can blame the editors of Squirrel Talk for giving me all the focus. Oh, that's me, right? That's, <laughs> you, you know, yourself. I blame myself. <laughs> so, basically, there's so many amazing personalities on this show. They did a great job casting it. Yeah. They are not using this cast. They are not using them properly. I don't know anything about any of them, except for Miss Fierce Delicious. I agree. I want to know more. Yeah. We I'm only find out fu- about people the day they go home. Exactly. She's fucking good TV, but so is everybody else. Let's see them. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's so fucking annoying. Yeah. I mean, every, everyone's kind of getting their thing. But, I mean, Bomb is a bit of a narrator these days. She's a great narrator. Um, and, and they, she always, I mean, Bomb always says something to say about everything. Yeah. And sometimes she says things about things that even, like, she doesn't need to. Like, somebody will be like, you know, that's really great. I had this time my grandma told me that I really should eat Slim Jims. You know, everyone, Slim Jims really saved my life, (laughs) Bomb says. Slim Jims really do come in handy, and I think Slim Jims really, like, it's, Bomb light goes off on everything. She's so self-righteous sometimes. I've never minded it. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I haven't. You know what? She's fantastic as a host. That, She's... That, that whole kettle of fish. I mean... You're not into it? I mean, Bomb is fine, but like, get off your high horse sometimes, honestly. I don't feel it's a high horse. It's a very high horse, and it neighs. <laughs> it neighs, baby. <laughs> Bomb, I love you, but all right. She's young. She's young. Yeah. But I like her. I'll always listen to Bomb talk. You're allowed to like her. Bomb, I hate you. (laughs) It's true, she does. It's all she ever talks about. How much I hate Bombay. Yeah. No, I love Bombay. Part of your personality. The reading challenge. Here's one thing that annoys me. Again, about the editing, we see everybody do one read. What the fuck? That was so stupid. And then then Boom Boom gets in four. I guarantee you Boom Boom was not the funniest reader. Her reads were okay. They weren't... It's like, like, but gut, but gut busting, yeah. gut bustingly hilarious. Yeah. I'll bet you anything. Fierce bomb. Like, I, I bet you they all had better reads than her. I don't. I, Irma, Irma had a great one for. Her. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I really didn't understand the reading challenge. Um, and we, we've been saying this over and over again. It's like we're a broken record on this. Like, uh-huh. it's a comedy challenge, uh-huh. and Canada's Drag Race seems to despise comedy. Yeah, and I, I have a feeling it's just because of the showrunner who is a washed up, talentless fuck. So yeah, I'm sorry. Like, no, I, I agree. <sighs> I agree. I think Trevor Boris is really ruining the franchise. I'm just gonna say it. Like, yeah. 
I think season one was way more entertaining under Mike Bickerton. Like, I think yeah. they really knew how to play with all the characters on screen and how to, like, actually display comedy. There was It was so funny. There were so yeah. many funny, iconic moments from season one. Can you think of any from season two? No, absolutely Can you think of any not. from season three so far? Well, it's a little bit better, but I think it's only because the personalities are so strong. Yeah, and they pick better people to be there. And, and they can't hide it, you know? But, like... yeah. I don't know, like, the way that the comedy is um, displayed and um, curated. Yeah. You know, like, the editing and the curating, like, picking the right moments. Even the Snatch Game, the music was really bad. Ooh, and it was last year, too, I remember this. When they introduced (laughs) the panel, the music they choose is a downer. It's not an upper. It was totally want-want from the beginning. Yeah. And I know want-want. I do want-want in my show. Uh-huh, you do. Uh, I play the literally, drum in my show. You literally. literally. Yeah. Uh, but, like, it's just, like, want-want from the start. And it's, like, Snatch Game needs that, um... I mean, it's it should be, like, in their media package, that... Like, it needs that little tap dance number to get the energy going. And exactly. they just cut it out, and it's like... From the start. And it's like, wah, wah, wah. And, and it just sucked. I'm sorry, Brad Tracy and Brooke are already not funny, but they were particularly <gasps> low energy on this. They were all so fucking painfully unfunny is the entire is the entire hosting panel just on ketamine it's a problem it honestly is such to the point where when hollywood jade was there it was a breath of fresh air when serene fox shows up it's a breath of fresh air put those two on the panel put them next to brooke get rid of brad and tracy they bring nothing to this show yeah i really enjoyed serene's energy yes she doesn't like oh tracy had some just clunker line reads. Stinkers. Today. It was just like, hi, I'm going to the mall. Like, it was so bad. Yeah. I, does she know how to talk? No, she never did. I remember she was she was the host or a judge on Video on Try. No. Um, her I'm tits a, look great. Her though. tits are amazing. Her tits are incredible. She, <laughs> she was back in like 20 years ago. She was the judge on the Much Music VJ search. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. And she was... I remember being like, who is this woman? Like, she was uh, brutal yeah. back then. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it, uh, I can't. Yeah. I hope I never have to work with these people. <laughs> well, you might. Uh, this, like, it's the reading challenge. I want to be excited by it, but yeah. I, I had a hard time paying attention because they, they edited it so badly. badly. Um, nothing came across. The funny glasses they chose for them weren't funny yeah. they, they were literally like the round ones you get at party city like uh-huh. it was really bad uh-huh. like everything about this was just bad. bad bad everything was bad 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 and the reads themselves were pretty good but like i didn't pay attention and i was kind of uh-huh. upset by that now boom boom was funny i agree like for yeah. for a francophone person to deliver comedy in english true but i also thought giselle was funny I know, but and we'll, I wanted to well, hear. I wanted to hear more from Giselle. Yeah, we only got one read from her. We got one read from Fierce. We got one read from Bomb. We got one read from Jada. We got one read from Kimmy. Do you think it's it's social media planning that gets in the way? And it's like, oh no, no, no! Don't put them all on so on, you know because we need some for social media. Uh, well, I hope they at least posted them because I I haven't looked. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's stupid. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. I I don't understand. Like I don't understand. And the lighting sucks too. Uh huh. Everything is. Yeah. Everything about it. And there's no, like, color correction. Like, you watch um, France, and, like, the colors just pop on the mm. screen. Like, they, you, you really, like, get the full effect. Whereas here, everything's muted. It's it's ugly. Very muted. It's very ugly. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, weird, washed-out purple. Canada sucks. Yeah. We suck. We As, as TV production, sucks. We're just terrible. Um... Speaking of terrible, they all have to talk to Brooke now about what Snatch Game character they're going to do. Um, you were saying earlier, and I agree with you, um... I would never want to take advice from Brooke on Snatch Game. On comedy, on anything comedy-based. Brooklyn Heights as my advisor on Snatch Game? But here's the thing. Had had they brought in Brad or Tracy, would that be better? No. So what do we do about this? Hire a comedian? (laughs) Thank you. Anyone? Anybody. Anybody. Is there anybody out there at all, at all, 
Uh, uh, I'm so confused. Like, I'm, I'm really confused by this whole thing. I am disappointed. Like, every episode so far that has been not comedy, uh-huh. I've enjoyed. Uh-huh. Every episode that has been comedy, just garbage fire. Uh-huh. Just dumpster, just like throw mm-hmm. the Molotov cocktail in and just like light it up. What know? I what I did enjoy about this episode was the energy was up. Everyone seemed to be having a good time. Yeah. And I did enjoy that. Yeah, in the snatch game or like before? In general throughout the episode. Except Fierce. Fierce is just, you know. It, but she did do her apology at the very beginning of a show yeah. and then was not a miserable bitch during the entire <laughs> Yeah. So, okay, so when they're picking their characters, two people had the same. So Giselle and Boom Boom both did Mado. Uh-huh. And Giselle immediately was like, I have other options. I know this bitch doesn't, so I'll just do something else. Yeah. And that was a very smart thing, because her other options were um, Celine, which was a very good Celine. Yes, that was very good. Very good. And then Marie Curie, who is a much smarter choice. And mm-hmm. Brooklyn was like, I don't know who that is. I learned about Marie Curie in school. And maybe it's because I went to a French school. Yeah. That, like, they really uh, ingrained her in us. Did you, did you learn about her? Of course I know Marie Curie. But I, I took, like, science classes in high school. So, oh, you know. So I learned about her in elementary school. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I know they bring her up because she's a very important female science figure. Yeah. Canadian. Canadian, yeah. King Kong. Um, you know, and she discovered uh, radium. Uranium? Or, no, uh, yeah, radiation. Was radium. Radium? I don't know. Stuff like I that. never took science. It was science stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I learned about her. I didn't retain anything. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much all you need to know. Yeah. But it's a good choice. It's like, who cares if you don't know anything about this incredibly important historical figure, you can do whatever you want with them right. and make them your own. It's like yeah. that little Edie situation, yeah. that Mary Queen of Scots situation. Mm-hmm. You just do what you want. Exactly. I want to talk more about that in a minute. Um, the other person who had the same is Kimmy and Fierce both had Ariana. And I just want to talk about how forced mm. this scene was. Mm-hmm. When when Fierce goes, Kimmy, we have the same character. And then mm-hmm. Giselle, who has been sitting right next to Kimmy for the last how many minutes, goes, Kimmy, who do you have? Like, hon, mm-hmm. we, know you ju- you, we know you know she's doing Ariana. Like, yeah. this is such... They are so bad at setting up scenes on this show. There's no natural yeah. ease into the conversation. I do relate with that. I mean, like, sometimes you have to force a question or something Oh, like no, this that. show is all forced questions, but it always has been. I find it very obvious on this one. Oh, yeah. They're not really trying very hard. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Kimmy ends up with her choice, and Fierce gets yes. to... Honestly, Fierce is just more versatile. I want to tell you something about this. So, me and Chansa helped Fierce with her Snatch Game. Yeah. The only character she prepared was Ariana. She did not have Courtney as a backup. I think she knew in her head that if she had to do a second, she would do Courtney. But we did not work on one joke for Courtney. And she couldn't do her famous character, James Charles, because he's problematic or something like that. So, yeah, Canada's Drag Race doesn't let you do problematic characters, which is why I think it's so interesting that they actually let Bombay do Aziz, who has had allegations against him. I guess his allegations were technically cleared or whatever, but I mean... Yeah, but still, like, Canada's so fucking particular... Yeah. ...that, like, you'd think they'd be afraid of that because they were afraid of James Charles and they were afraid of of Christian Walker, Mm -hmm. who was Fierce's other character that she auditioned with. She posted it on, on social media. Mm. Um, and those would have been so funny because she's not revering them. She's not showing them in a nice light. She's making fun of them. Mm-hmm. So it's it blows my mind that Canada would be like, no, we cannot even show their faces. Like it is interesting. But Chloe Kardashian, that's a good that's a good choice. For not Chloe Courtney, which is even oh, more who interesting. Cares? But it's even more interesting <laughs> because like Chloe does have a personality, and oh. Kim is very known, and Kylie and the other one are also known. Courtney is the one that like is the forgotten one. I, I mean, I forgot who she was. I oh, yeah. don't... I mean, Courtney, Kylie, who... Who the fuck even who are they? Yeah. even... They all look vaguely similar, and... Yeah. They all have that bob. No. Boom Boom was going to do Mado, but Giselle was going to do Mado. We did, did we talk about that? Yeah, we just talked about that, yeah. I wasn't listening. You're very tired. You just did a show. <laughs> we spent the whole night with those girls. We're tired. I mean, yeah, they, they, everyone came up with good characters. It was yeah. fun. But I just don't think Brooklyn Heights really had much to offer. She was just like, uh-huh. oh, oh, 
Who's that? Well, make me laugh. Uh-huh. That, that said, like, RuPaul's never all that helpful either. I mean, she kind of just gives you line reading. RuPaul is frustrating because she's like, well, did you consider doing Elta Barge because you have the hair? Like, yeah. And she's like, I don't know who Elta Barge is. What are you doing? It's very that. RuPaul, but the thing is, RuPaul gets excited about, because RuPaul is, does comedy. Yes. You know, RuPaul does her RuPaul comedy. Yes. Like, uh, Brooklyn doesn't. So Brooklyn's just kind of sassy or whatever. But, like, RuPaul, like, she gets so excited. She's like, oh, but you could do it like this. And she gives you, like, these line readings like no good director ever would. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's fun seeing RuPaul get excited about stuff. It is. And she (laughs) understands comedy and she loves to play with comedy. Yeah. Whereas, like, Brooklyn comes from the ballet world where there's no comedy. No, you have to actually be a humorless person, like a automaton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we definitely see that as she's hosting. It is so it's very obvious when someone tells a joke that that they are deciding if it's funny or not mm-hmm. in the moment. Like if Brooklyn gives them a confused look, the audience is told that that's not funny. However, they probably said something hilarious. And, yeah. like, had Brooklyn just laughed at it, then it would have told the audience that it's a funny joke. It's very manipulative. Well, I think we're going to get into this when we talk about Snatch Game and the runways and, yeah. and after the break. We'll right? do that after the break. Let's do All it. Right. I'm going to lie down. You have a nap. I'm going to have a poo. You poo. I'm going to lie down, and uh, I'm going to snort some radium. All right. We'll be back right after the break, squirrels. I'll poo on your face. <laughs> poo on my face. <laughs> Oh my god, Selena, I didn't think you'd actually do it. Uh, Here's a makeup wipe. It's just disgusting. It'll come right off. Seriously. I wrapped your face in saran wrap first. It doesn't taste like chocolate like you said it would. Well. Okay, squirrels, it is 1.07 a.m. and we are getting filthy because we are exhausted. We are tired, girls. (laughs) 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 We're just a couple of comedy queens who like poo. We went to Lone Star here in Kingston, which is like a, a Mexican restaurant. We had fajitas. I had. I had fajitas. Several had. margaritas, and one of them was a s'mores-flavored margarita. It was horrible. It was a regret for you. It's a big regret. And then I had a churro-flavored one, and I just kid you not, it was a lime margarita with a churro in it. People, <laughs> <laughs> when you make a drink... Don't make that drink. Like, don't I, put a churro I, in your drink. I don't know what. I don't, uh-huh. What are we doing again? We're talking about Drag Race? Let's talk about Snatch Game, something else that makes us poo. Oh my god, Snatch Game. So, this was a pretty good Snatch Game. Canada's Overall, Drag Race. Season yeah. two, season three, season three? Sure, let's call three it that. Yeah. Episode 75,000? 12. Million? Episode 12, I think we're on. A billion? Yeah. Trillion? The Snatch Game episode. Hey. Okay, I. Um, I, uh, yeah, it was fun. I hated every, like, they really, like, dwell, I don't know, they, I don't think they dwell so much on American Drag Race, on the judges. Ah. They, like, they, they give a lot, but they give a lot of airtime to the judges on Canada's Drag Race. Which we don't need. We don't like, want it. We don't it want it. It was just, like, this extended. There was no red carpet today. There was no red like, carpet this time. Extend, yeah, they did red carpets before, right? Like yeah. a pre-show thing. Which I like. Yeah, they cut, cut that. Yeah. But, like. They spend way too much time on those judges. Like, do you think it's written in their contracts that they have to have a certain amount of airtime or something? I certainly hope not. And, and whatever that number is needs to drop. I mean, like, Brad, Tracy, can we just, like... Stop trying. Stop. And, like, you know, like, can you just put, like, something else in your rider? Like, demand red Skittles or, like, you know, booze backstage. <laughs> not that much airtime. We don't like you. We don't like you. We don't like you. We actually want you off the show. Mm-hmm. You're not that great. Like we're such assholes. They're not great. I, they're, they're not boring. They're like, legit not. Jesus Christ. You know what? Uh, that's actually something very interesting. I was talking with the sugar bakers. Oh yeah. Um, this is actually some inside tea. Uh-oh. This is for Camp Point Kiki. Oh God, are you allowed to say this? Yeah, I think so. They'll okay. be okay with it. 
Uh, they were watching the episode, uh, uh-huh. and because they had to essentially four TV, because on YouTube they can kind of stretch it out as long as they wanted. You're this show. You're talking about Camp Wanakiki. Yeah, Camp Wanakiki. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they can stretch it out as long as they wanted, but for TV, it has to fit into forty five minutes. Right. So what they found was that like they had to just reduce the time that they are on screen. Thank you. Yes. And because they, they realized, you know what, we're not the interesting ones. We need to present the campers. Uh huh. So uh, it is a lot more that way. Like they have their bits, but they don't dominate the show anymore. Right. They don't show up unexpectedly, and then everyone's like, "Oh God, the Sugar Bakers!" Not that I love the Sugar Bakers. I'm obsessed with the Sugar Bakers. But like, they were there. Like if you watch other episodes, they're on the screen a lot. Yeah, and it's just like. Get on with the show. Like, we want to see the show. And I, this is exactly Canada's Drag Race's problem. Mm-hmm. Too much judge stuff. Too much giving them a joke. They're not on trial. They're not competing. Mm-hmm. I don't care if your joke is funny. And stop, your joke should be funny. Stop trying to sell them to us because yeah. we're not buying it. It's terrible. Their banter at the beginning of the runways make me furious. Cringe. Furious. Cringe. And Brad and, and Brooklyn's chemistry, they keep trying to push it like they're best friends who rib each other and like and are shady towards each other. It doesn't work. They have zero comedy chemistry between them. No. Uh, Brooklyn looks like she's constipated and Brad just looks like he's high on like cadmium or something. Like it's it's ridiculous. He's just like, oh, oh, and then Tracy's just sitting there like eating a bowl of Cheerios. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> okay, Snatch Game. Anyway. Let's, let's stop talking about these people. They're dominating our podcast right they now. They really are. And we need to cut their airtime on our podcast and let's talk about the girls. So Snatch Game. Okay, so we got Bombay doing Aziz Ansari. Bombay, I insulted you earlier. Look, these people read your ass for Aziz Ansari. They are so off the mark. So wrong. You did an incredible job as Aziz Ansari, and it was good. Um, Like, Aziz has the dad joke mentality, the bad joke mentality. You used, like, you know, Bomb kind of has this way where he doesn't necessarily land the joke very well. Uh It's kind of that chaotic... Um, it's ca- pure chaos. Chaos thing that yeah. he does, they, she does on um, live streams and stuff. Yeah. And I get it, but it works for Aziz Ansari. Yeah. And the fact that the judges didn't get it, I was like, yeah. you guys are just dumb. You're and old, dumb fucks. The fact that they're confused about the fact that Bomb was doing gay jokes. Like, you're supposed to put Ugh. a fucking twist on them. You're not supposed to play them exactly who they are. Marie Curie never had tentacles. Um, fucking, <laughs> like, everybody, you're supposed to do things that are weird. <laughs> but, uh, no, Bomb actually did a really great job. Me and Chancellor did help her as well with her Snatch Game. Oh. Um, I do have a theory as to why she was in the bottom, and I will talk about it a little bit later when we get to the runway. All right, fair enough. Um, so up next, I think, was Giselle, Giselle Obi as Mary Curie. How do you think she did? Oh, super good. I mean, she just kind of... And again, it's really hard for our Francophone sisters to do well at comedy in English. Mm-hmm. She came with incredible gags. Mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised. I mean, at Mado, Cabaret Mado, they do stuff like this. Yes. Like heavy costumes. They get like, full performances. They talk to the audience. They make fun of everyone. Yeah. It's like snap, snap, snap. It's hilarious yeah. if you speak French. If you don't speak French, don't tell them because they will make fun of you relentlessly. Yeah. Um, just try and follow along and just go, ha, 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 ha. C'est bon, uh, c'est bon. C'est bon, c'est bon. Je ris, je Um... But, yeah, no, she came with uh, an escalating gag. Yeah. Like, she slowly decomposed. Uh, She got slowly more radiation poisoning, Uh which was a good gag because she could progress it throughout the the act. And she had multiple stages. So she could keep coming back and coming back. It was great. Bombay's initial idea for that we helped her develop for Snatch Game was also something that was progressively uh, chaotic. Uh Uh-huh. And they said she wasn't allowed to do it. Oh. Well, I can't, I'm not going to say what it was in case Bombay doesn't want that revealed, but uh, uh, but it would have been fucking hilarious and great, and they said no to it, which makes me really angry that they would say no to something like that. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Mario? No. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so then I think we got Fierce Delicious's 
as Chloe. One of the Kardashians? No, I'm sorry, Courtney. Courtney Kardashian. Whatever. One of the Kardashians. Doesn't really matter. The Bob one. Uh, I think she was really funny, honestly. The, okay. We only saw her like twice. Yeah. Um, and she picked up the phone. Her mom was on the phone and didn't even know who she was. She had that gag for Ariana <laughs> as a joke with Frankie, where she didn't know who Frankie was, and she flipped on her own. Like we didn't, we did not plan Courtney for her at all. Well, you know, so she, she decided took to my fly. improv class. exactly. <laughs> she did, so she knows she knew how to to deal with it in the moment. Improv, baby. You know, honestly, we 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 two of us, I think, and Chansa, uh-huh. we we take full responsibility for we do. All of their success. <laughs> we are the ones who taught them. Um, and then who else was there? Oh, Marilyn Monroe. Irma Gert. Irma as Marilyn. I thought she did pretty good. That was a fucking excellent snatch game. Yeah. Yeah. She was very smart. She knew good everything jokes. about Marilyn. Good joke. And she knew how to make them funny. And I love that she put the twist on it that everything she was saying was like bimbo-y, but then she actually was really smart, but then turned it back around. Very funny. Yeah. 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 No, I thought that she did a really good job. Really fun, yeah. really intelligent. Um, it was definitely a slow-paced character, uh, which uh-huh. is, is tricky to do. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it's like, oh, hi, how are you? Rather than you're like, oh, hi, you're like kind of attacking it a little bit faster. Right. Um, but it, I thought it was really cute. She and, really hit it. You know, just the way that she had her little pen in her hand and she was constantly just stroking it. Yeah. It was cute. It, it's the best Mar- Marilyn we've seen on the show ever. Who's the other person that did it? Was Ivory Winters? Ivy Winters. Ivy, Ivy Winters. Winters did it, and she failed real bad. Yeah, she is kind of shit. <laughs> okay, moving on. So the next one was oh Vivian Vanderpuss as Tammy Faye Mesner. Good. I think she uh, played to Brooklyn too much mm-hmm. and needed to play to the camera like Tammy mm-hmm. Faye would have played to the camera she, would, she was on camera all the time yeah cause like Tammy Faye wouldn't have looked at Brooklyn at all she just would have been like oh hi Brooke and then go straight to the camera and just mm-hmm. been blinked her eyes and, set, and then started proselytizing yeah I didn't see enough Tammyisms. Yeah. like we she, need bigger eyebrows like she was eyelashes, in drag eyelashes, she was yeah. in drag but we needed to, like, drag Tammy Faye. Because Tammy Faye's <laughs> eyelashes are what she's most known for. Like, her eyes are insane. Like, her make- eye makeup is insane. Oh, yeah. She needed, like, full-on Trixie Mattel eye- yeah. eyelashes. Yeah. Like, really exaggerate that shit when you're a drag because she looked like she was just, like, doing a normal face. Yeah. And Tammy does not have a normal face. No. We also learned that Vivian was, I guess, religious or something. So I wonder... She, yeah, found actually found community through... The Baptist Church. Yeah, I wonder if, like, maybe that kind of held her back a little bit with the Tammy Faye character. I don't think so. No? I think Vivian is a person who is a comedy queen and does yeah. camp really well. Oh, yeah. But I I don't know. There's something still with her where I'm like, you can go further. And I don't think she goes far enough with it. Totally. Um, okay, then we got Jada Shada Hudson. Jada as Saucy Santana. I don't know who this is. Me neither. I also think it was terrible. Me too. Uh, I'm sorry, Jada. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it was a cool image, and I was like, okay, who's this person going to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, took off the glasses right away, opened her mouth. It was Jada. Yeah. And I was like, hey, everybody. I'm j-. It was just Jada. <laughs> it was just Jada. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I, I learned nothing about who Saucy Santana is. Nothing. And I didn't get any jokes. Nothing. Yeah. Like... So to me, that was the bottom. I uh, think, but, sorry, was... bottom three, not bottom two, but but she was down there instead of <laughs> instead of bomb as Aziz. Oh God, yes. Yeah, I I think she should have actually been in the bottom even. Oh, I don't. The no. other two were way worse. Well, but the, at least they were trying. Like I don't think Jada was trying at all. Right. It right. was so bad. They they tried to shoehorn that moment in where she like cut up the paper and stuffed it in her ear. Yeah. But like. I don't even know. Yeah. But also, who knows, because the editing was so bad, they didn't show us everything everyone was doing. So I guess there's two left, and they are the real stinkers after Jada, which mm-hmm. is uh, Kimmy Couture. As Ariana Grande. And she, to her credit, she was trying. She had no idea what she was doing. She had she, no jokes ready. But she was way out of her depth. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you, Fierce had every joke ready for any type of question. Oh, yeah. And she, I already know what Fierce would have said for most of those. Even when they were like, "Can oh, you yeah. sing for us?" Fierce had something ready for that. And 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 she was, she just kept blaming it on the on the fact that she didn't have wireless internet or something <laughs> in her head. And she was just like, 
Um, I could have had it if the wireless was working. No, she was talking about the Wi-Fi in her head. She wasn't blaming it on the Wi-Fi in the building. I think she's blaming it on the building. She's 100% not. She I literally think, said it in my head. I think she actually head. thought it was the wireless. I'm going to murder you. <laughs> uh, also, one thing that pisses me off is when she went up to Brooke during the, like, table moment. Roger's internet really needs to get their shit together. Well, that is a fact. Kimmy Couture could have done well on Snatch Game. She should sue them. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when, when Brooke asked her what character she was going to do in the workroom, and she was like, I'll give you a hint. <laughs> yeah. And then Brooke stared at her blankly. I'm like, fuck you. You know exactly who that person is. You know exactly who she's doing. You know she's doing Ariana. And then well, Fierce came up and she was like, well, no, you know, we don't, we don't even know. We don't even know if that's what Brooke actually was doing. They could have just literally just taken some stock footage and just moved it back and forth of Brooklyn just kind of like, ooh. Because we have, we have no idea what Brooklyn's actual reaction is. It's all in the it's editing. It's all in the editing. All in the editing. Brooklyn most likely probably was like, oh, Ariana. But they just put the duh one that they had, <laughs> you know, five minutes later. She so, is a duh, isn't she? Duh. Um, Okay, so that she was not funny. We know that. No, and then we've got uh, Lady Boom Boom. A Mr. huge Mado. disappointment because Lady Boom Boom did Mado. Looks fantastic. Mado Lamont, like huge, big name in Montreal comedy uh, drag. I mean, it's Mado. She looked amazing. She took a Giselle's dress, mm-hmm. um, which was Mado's actual dress. Mado's dress had the. It was beautiful. Yeah. And I was really disappointed because I thought Boom Boom really had potential just to do it. She started with a great joke about semen on the wig and Which no is, one laughed at it because they wanted us to think she was bad. I don't even know. I it sound it just seemed like she gave up. Like the way that they were presenting it, yeah. it was just like really bad. Snatch game is very hard. even if you are a comedian, it can get intimidating in that space. Yeah. Um, we saw it with Priyanka, like she really did fall apart, even though that should have been something she excelled at. Yeah. So there is something that happens in that room where there's so much pressure on it. Mm-hmm. And if you if you if it's if you can't just like let loose and have fun, yeah. then it's very difficult to get through. Yeah. You have to just dominate. Yeah. You can't you have to be confident. Yeah. I really think that's actually something that in stand up comedy specifically mm-hmm. you learn. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, there's a lot of different forms of comedy that I've been talking about on the pod lately, mm-hmm. like, and stand-up particularly, or roasts, which I think very much helps in, in Snatch Game, being able to, like, be super confident, just, like, confident, um, is so important. Yeah. Whereas, like, you don't really need to be as confident in, like, improv or sketch because you're, it's more of an ensemble creation. Right. And, like, Priyanka is more of an ensemble, go-getter, dancer. She's not really a stand-up, right. you know? So I think as soon as it's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, like, it goes straight into her head. And, and I think with Boom Boom and a lot of these girls, they just get overwhelmed and they lose their confidence and then they're done. Uh-huh. Think about Jimbo. Just, like, getting in there with Joan Rivers and it's like, no! Oh, I tell you what I think. Oh, yeah, I smelled your mother's fingers! Yeah. And, like, it's just... You gotta get in there. Listen, listen, listen. Get out of your head and listen. I will say these girls did a really good job of being in control of their own characters and totally. like not overlapping with each other, not getting too chaotic. They really sat in the pockets of their characters very well. Yes, yeah. they did. There's no snooky, snooky monobank. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that said, uh, okay. So there. That that that's what it is. That's mm-hmm. what it is. We got those. I. The girls did a great job. <sighs> I honestly, I think Jada was in the bottom. Me too. I think uh, it's kind of a toss-up between the other two. Boom Boom and Kimmy, one of them in the bottom. No, I think they for sure are the bottom two, and Jada's bottom three. I would put it the other way. I'm sorry. It was just terrible. It was All right, let's so move bad. On. Because I don't think she was even trying. Anyway. Let's um, move on to the makeup mirror talk where they were talking about religion. What about it? Nothing. Moving on. So <laughs> who cares about religion? They're like, oh my god, Vivian's religious. Oh, I don't like religion. Ooh. Like, moving on. Who cares? Religion's religion. If you have religion, good. If you don't, that's fine too. Yeah. 
Um, so, so then runway. we got the uh, we're at the runways. Do you want to do the runways here? Yes, let's do it. Okay, it works. So the first person, the, the category is periodic table. Oh, fantastic. Elements. Yeah. Fantastic runway challenge. Yeah, what periodic table element would you choose? I don't know them, so I would really have to study them. Gold, <laughs> copper. Miss Mostly actually was going to do gold. Gold? Um, mm, yeah. Neon, cadmium. Neon is the first one. Oh, neon is the first one. Fierce so, Delicious. Fierce Delicious. Uh, comes out in a neon outfit that was made by Real Domino Couture, oh. who apparently is in is a is a uh, Emmy winner. Yeah, Domino Couture. I think they do like a lot of like Monet and Bob and stuff like like New York. It's like New York. I think. Fierce knows who to go to. Oh yeah, she knows. Well, it's a cat suit with a lot of like strippy things all over it. It's cute. It's pretty fucking cool. It's cool. It's nice. Yeah. I think it was cute. I thought it was fun. It's a hundred percent a nut. It is so nut worthy, and so is her photo that she came out with. Whoa, is it good? It's a nice nut. It's a nut. It's yeah, a nut. It's fucking beautiful. Okay, is it a nut? Uh, uh. Is Are you going to show it to me, or is it? Is it? Oh, did you want to see it? No, I don't need to see it. Let's move on. Okay. okay. So uh, next up, we got what? Who? Kimmy. Uh, Kimmy Couture. Couture. No, no, no. This is like a bad, a bad, because we've seen this, we've seen this exact same look, exact same look. We have. um, By Ahura, by, who else has done this? Uh, Um, uh, Miss Cracker. Aquaria. Aquaria. Miss Cracker. They've all done it so much better. This is the same look, not good. This is not good. The makeup's not good. Uh, it did not come together. I'm sorry, Kimmy. You probably know this, but like, this is not cut. No. Can I tell you why it didn't come together, though? There's a reason. Why? Why didn't it come together? Preparing for it. You know how hard it is it to sucks. prepare for these shows. It's it very hard. So she had a whole look being made by a designer in Asia. Yeah. It did not get here in time. Right. So the day before, they had four hours. It was her, Isis, and Kiki Ko working on this look four hours before she left for the show. Makes sense. Yeah. And it translates. It's bad. Yeah. It's so it's a, it's a cut. She knows it's a cut. It's a cut. It's a cut. Um, next up, Vivian Vanderpuss doing arsenic. Arsenic. What do you think Leather of and, I mean, lace and silk Satin? and stuff. Satin or whatever. Um, the, co- the coat is beautiful. Uh, green, giant green coat and then a beautiful, like, asymmetrical lace and yes. satin dress. Yes. It's beautiful. And the hair's nice. Love it. And she's got little, um, like, arsenic blisters all over her face. I thought it was very... It tells elegant. a gorgeous story. Like, it really, like, you really feel arsenic. Like, you feel like it's like an Agatha Christie kind yeah. of situation here, murder mystery. Because you do know there, there used to be, um, they used to use arsenic to dye wallpaper, Green. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. And so housewives would actually just die because of their wallpaper. <gasps> yeah. That's the story this is telling. And Isn't I love it. I love it. She quoted Chicago. You know, some guys just can't hold their arsenic. <laughs> yes. Um, gorge. And then I, I kind of lose my way of figuring out who was next in the runway. But let's say this one is Lady Boom Boom. What uh, is this? Bromine. Bromine. What is what is bromine? Bromine is uh, I think it's like a neutral uh, element or something, uh, but it's liquid at room temperature. Ooh. It's like a liquid metal or gas. I don't know. Anyway, it's a liquid estate. So it's like a weird orange liquid. She does this amazing thing where she presses on a contraption in on her chest and then it just starts flowing through the veins. Yeah, she has like uh, sculptured tubes. Yeah. Kind of gives like a peplum moment and it's like uh, all in the center and it's yeah. pump- it's actually pumping like orange colored fluid throughout the tube. Which, which is-, is something we've never seen before. Yeah. On this runway. Very cool. It's very cool just to have the bromine actually kind of like not that it's actually bromine. I hope it's not actually bromine and just colored water, but... Um. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not. It was made by Poe in Montreal, who does some really cool shit. Like, yeah. That's a fucking feat. And the makeup's beautiful. It's just so, like, dystopian and sci-fi. It's really, really cool. Uh-huh. I love it. Such a nut. And then we've got... Uh, Giselle Lullaby. Giselle Lullaby as cesium. What is that? Cesium is like a, it's kind of like a gold, like metal. It's very fragile. It's kind of like platinum. It's very rare. Very, very rare. Okay. Um, 
I, I mean, I, I like the look. I just don't necessarily get cesium necessarily from it. I just right. kind of get gold showgirl. Right. I mean, I, I do think cesium kind of is this brassy... Like, it's often, I think, like, in an alloy with brass and stuff, but... Okay. I don't know. Like, it's, it's fine. Like, it's fine. Do you know how to cut it? Um, if I have to give anything a cut, this is probably a cut. Ooh. Just because, I mean, it's kind of, like, ambiguous what this actually was. Like, this could have been a, an outfit that isn't necessarily an element, but she just had. Yeah. Like, it's kind of giving me Christmas tree. <laughs> like, I don't know what this is, so. Okay. I don't know. I think I might nut it. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly not sure. I'm not sure. I'm, not, I'm really not sure. Are you sure about Irma Gerd as uranium? <laughs> She made this yeah. outfit herself, she and her hair. I really she like it. It actually reminds me a lot of my uh, Camp Wanakiki sister, Flapjack. Oh, yeah. She was great, by the way, on so, your podcast last week. So on your podcast. On the Flapjack. podcast. Hey, Flap. Hey, Flap. Um, yeah, Flapjack with that hair. Uh, it brought me straight back to Camp Wanakiki. It was very camp. And I think it was very well done. Very beautiful. Yeah. Ur- uranium, right? Yes. Yeah. It is a nut. She's well-deserved in the top this week. Uh-huh. And that sponge cake. <laughs> That's an actual... An actual sponge. Green sponge. <laughs> she's, gr- she's great at camp, this girl. She's she really is a good camp at artist. She's yes. a true camp queen, yeah. Her yeah. and Vivian both are. Yeah. Then we have Jada Shada Hudson as salt. As sodium. Oh, as sodium. Well, yeah, salt, <laughs> sodium. Um, well... Connor is, made this. See, this is interesting. So, she... Here's... This is me being science-y. Sure. She says that this is sodium. This is not sodium. This is sodium chloride. She's ah. doing sodium chloride, not sodium. So I'm sorry, Jada, but my science self Ooh. is cutting you. There is a person on Twitter <laughs> who is like, all love, but I'm, in, I'm a science nerd and here's everything I know. And tagged each of them and told them what was wrong with her outfit. Yeah, well, there's a lot wrong with a lot of the outfits, but uh-huh. like... Yeah, I'm not even sure if cesium can actually exist on its own, but like anyway, but sodium that's sodium chloride, not sodium. Sodium is actually a soft metal that reacts with oxygen violently. So actually, it would make a lot more sense if she was an explosion. Um oh. or like a metallic explosion. Okay. But for some reason she decided to think that sodium is salt. It's not. Why do we think it was <laughs> such a small piece on her body because her panties were showing. Like, it was like... It was, it was a bodysuit. It was It was. Just, it was also bad. I didn't understand the... Sh- I guess I understood the shape, but I didn't understand the length of it. Because why would you let those panties show? I liked the gloves. The glove is a good idea because you wouldn't want to touch, like, sodium, like, so, and, like salt crystals. Right. With your hands, like, in the mines or something like that. But, I mean, again, that's sodium chloride. That's not sodium... Right. Anyway, I've seen sodium in action. It's not pretty. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's metal, baby. <laughs> it's a cut is what it it's is. It's a cut. And then this is Bombay. Bombay this comes is the, in This with is the look Haley. of the night. This is the look of the night. This it, is the po- This is some sort of Pokemon. It was made by Kink Engineering, who Bomb had on her viewing party to talk about this outfit. This is some sort of Pokemon moment. This is... Nuts, and you can see it deflated too. It like deflates. She does, it defla- it's it's helium. She's full helium in there. Helium? She because her her category air. is helium. It must be air. No, she used helium. Helium? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. If that much helium, she might actually float. She would have floated away. Like she could have like <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of helium. Um, I have a feeling it's air, not helium. But um, yeah, that's incredible. Uh, yeah. This look is really, 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 really cool. Really cool. It's fucking amazing. It's like polygon, like video game, like, you know, like polygon. Like, it's so cool. Yeah. Such a nut. This is like... So here's why I think Bomb was in the bottom three, is because otherwise she would have been safe, yeah. and she would have not had a chance to talk about this, and this would have gotten less screen time, yeah. and I think this outfit deserved more screen time and more praise, and they needed someone to be third in the bottom, and yeah. I think that's why they put her there, was just so they could talk about this outfit. I guess that's it. I mean... That's my uh, theory. It's my theory. It is what it is. They should have just talked about it. I mean, Brooklyn certainly complimented it. She was like, I think this look is the best look all season, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because I think there was a very clear top three. Yeah. I think Irma, Vivian, and Giselle were the 
clear... Runaway top three. Oh, yeah. Runaway, yeah. Absolutely. And then the others were, like, pretty safe. I think Bomb was near the top. It was high. I think Bomb did fine. I think she did fine. I don't think she was top three. No, but I think she was. She should have been safe. But, safe, but they but then dropped we wouldn't her. Have, wouldn't That's we have. the thing. They dropped her all the way just to show off the outfit, which is which I'm actually okay with. It gives Bob more screen time. It gives yeah. the outfit more screen time. But um, it's going to hurt that scorecard that you know DragRaceWikipedia.com really loves to talk about. And I think it's way more interesting <laughs> as a person who makes it to the end to have highs and lows. Yeah. You need highs and lows because it gives you vulnerability. It gives you a story. Oh my god, you're really like getting into my soul right now. Oh, Camp Boniki comes out so soon. It's like ugh, what a roller coaster. Ride. <gasps> um, Whoa, I want to hear more about. Whoa, you just went somewhere right now. Uh, I went somewhere. <laughs> I went somewhere strong. Holy shit! So we. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did the runway uh, and we had a bottom two and it was Boom Boom and Kimmy Couture. That's right. And they did this song that is iconic. What was it again? Oh, Runaway Car- With Me. It's Runaway With Me. Car- yeah, uh, what's her Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae, yeah. And um, it was really good. Uh, Kimmy Couture really got into it at the end. Yes. But she spent the whole first half of the song Taking, taking off her pieces, bones off of her. Yeah. While Boom Boom honestly was wearing this probably like seventy-five pound water suit. Yeah. Giving it the whole time. Um, here, yeah. Okay. Here's Kimmy my take. Kimmy was good at the end. Yes, at the end. Here's my take on it. Boom Boom captured the essence of the song. She was living that song. She was fucking breathing that song. Yeah. To me, she wasn't doing tricks, and she wasn't like giving everything that people think you should be giving, but she was giving the song and she was doing it justice and delivering it beautifully. Kimmy could have, but as she was taking off those pieces, I understand it's hard to do that. Yeah. But she wasn't making it part of her performance. I wish she had made it part of her performance. I wish she had taken things off on beat and through the music as opposed to just like as she was going. Here's my point of view and why I think Jada should have been in the bottom here uh-huh. and probably should have gone home. <gasps> because I'm sorry, Jada, but like Jada has been in the bottom multiple times uh-huh. already. Bomb has been consistently safe. Mm-hmm. And then we've Who, got... Which she should not have been. She should have been in the top a couple of times, but go on. And then we've got... Uh, we've got Boom Boom and Kimmy who both have one win. Yeah. And Jada also. But yeah. Jada's been in the bottom a lot. Yeah. So it's like, it's really just a contest of winners right now. Yeah. Which is kind of a crazy place to be in. in it is. Race, when it's like, it oh is. my God, all these people that are doing so good, they're all on the bottom now. Yeah. Now we have to actually send home a winner. Uh-huh. Which winner will it be? Uh-huh. Stats-wise, absolutely it was Jada Hudson. Uh-huh. Stats-wise, yeah. Stats-wise, it was Jada Hudson. So this is why it is still my theory that <laughs> production really wants Jada to stay. They oh, yeah. really, for sure. really want Jada to stay. For sure. So, Jada, you better be happy that production wants you there. <laughs> because I, I really think you probably should have gone home this episode. I personally think Kimmy and Boom Boom were the standout bottoms. Well, yeah, they're um, big bottoms in real life. Hey, Come on. You know what I mean? Um, um, but yeah, about, I would... I, would, I hate... I, you know, Kimmy, I think Kimmy should have gone home. So, another thing about Kimmy's lip sync... In this instance. Is when she was dancing, she wasn't necessarily on beat. No. She wasn't necessarily feeling the music. She wasn't doing moves that suited the song. She did a dance hall fucking move that, like, I'm sorry, this is Carly Rae Jepsen. Like, well, we and, also, and also, they edited it to make it look like she did. Like, she did some nice, fun moves. She did a drop and stuff. But, like, that's all editing. Yeah. That's all editing. And the editing of these lip syncs is the worst editing I've ever seen. Yeah. So, and then they just kind of made it look like... Uh, boom Boom was just kind of dancing around, not knowing what she was doing. And Which, honestly, by the end, she was. But, like, for the but first we don't half know of the song... That's, that's still editing. Like, the, the music doesn't have to go with the movement. They could shift it a bit. Like, oh, they, they, and they do. They can they make off, it... Off they they can make it look what they want it to look like. Mm-hmm. So, I disagree with this. I, if Out of those two, I do think Kimmy needs to go. But she's still here. Okay. Mm. Fine. Mm. She's a great foil for Fierce. Yeah. Well, Boom Boom's gone. Bye, Boom Boom. Bye, Boom. Boom. She brought amazing runways, and I'm sad we won't be seeing more of them. Yeah. But honestly, what else are we really getting out of her? I'm not sure much. Boom Boom? Yeah. She's a very well-rounded personality, don't you think? I, th- I thought she had quite a lot 
to give. I don't think they're showing enough of her. No, they really aren't. Yeah. But she just won the mini challenge today. But did she deserve it? We don't know because we didn't see what anybody else did for the. You know, this is this whole drag race is a lie. I mean, it really is. We are covering a lie here. We're reviewing a lie. I feel like we're just being gaslit. We <laughs> and we're here to call out the bullshit that we we're, see. We're just talking. Fuck you, Trevor Boris and Blue Ant Media. All right. Well, uh, I think we've talked enough. Um, is that the end of this episode? Yeah, it's the end. Can we go? Yeah, we can go. All right, squirrels, we're leaving now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I didn't. We, no, stayed, I mean- <laughs> up until, we stayed up until 2 a.m. for you. It is 2 a.m. We are in a hotel room. Um, I need to go home still, and Selena needs to poo go again. poo again. <laughs> I can still smell it lingering on my face. <laughs> I told you to take the, the saran, saran wrap off. Why did you leave it on? Well, you know, I'm trying to create a barrier. Uh... <sighs> Well, squirrels, it's been fun. Until we get to another episode of Drag Race to rag on about it, um, it's been fun being in the room with you. Yeah, go home. Okay. Okay. Well, bye, everybody. Goodbye now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to smell like poo. <laughs> <laughs>